You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Welcome to this week's episode of Move with Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am bringing you a solo episode this week. And it's weird because I usually, when I do my solo episodes, I typically have a, like, either like a step-by-step or some sort of tool to share or something along those lines. And today... I don't really have that. I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants. And I just want to talk about something that I've been exploring and something that's been coming up a lot. And we've been, so a lot of you know, I've been taking a certification course just to deepen my coaching in this work. And we're getting into the business portion of it now. And you know, one of the questions was, you know, what's your why? And why are you, like, what's the why behind your work? And last night, um, I watched a Hulu documentary called uh, Minding the Gap. I'm not sure if any of you have seen it. I highly recommend it. And it really shook me at the core because a lot of the stuff that they, these, these, um, I guess they're, I mean, I was going to say kids, but they're adults. They kind of show their journey, but these, these adults have been struggling with is, you know, it all kind of comes down to the way we feel about ourselves and the way we interact with the world and how just the way we grew up and the way that society has shaped us, the way our parents or our teachers or our experiences have shaped us is, you know, we, ha- we've, we develop these beliefs and these fears and these things about ourselves that a lot of us don't have awareness around. And a lot of those things dictate the way we live our lives. And my work, while you know, it starts off like I'm so passionate about ending diet culture and ending this battle that we have with our, our external bodies, because I truly, truly think that diet culture and dieting and obsessively exercising and trying to change the way we look and having this this relationship with our bodies at the core comes from something way deeper. And I know from my personal experience, a lot of it has come from this deep desire to belong and to feel worthy and to feel enough and to get love. And so, so because like I was subconsciously searching for those things and everything that I did, I, my, a lot of my behaviors like came from those things. And so I think that dieting and wanting to change our behavior comes from something deeper. And so I don't, I mean, there's so, I have so many thoughts. I'm trying to like take this in a specific direction, but I think it just comes back to like living a life that feels truly in alignment with who we are and who we want to be. But because we have so much pressure from the external world to be a certain way, we don't know how to do that. 
And we, we stray away from doing that because while there's so many messages of like, you know, push through the fear or be your most authentic self or do what you want to do with your life, there's always this underlying fear of judgment from the world around us. And I think we stop ourselves because we're afraid of being judged. And ultimately at the core, we're afraid of not belonging. We're afraid of being rejected. We're afraid of not being worthy and not being enough. And all those beliefs come back up. And so we stop ourselves from living out this truly authentic life that we want to be living and really going along with our truth because we question that. We might get these intuitive downloads or these hits that are like, oh, maybe this is what I want to be doing, or this is how, you know, maybe this isn't feeling right for me. Maybe I don't want to be obsessing over these things. But that fear comes in of like, well, what is, what is everyone else going to think? Am I going to belong? Am I going to be judged? You know, and like, I keep coming back to it. Like children amaze me. <laughs> and it's because there's a certain level where like, or like there's a certain age, I think, where they haven't. Um, developed that like awareness of I'm being judged. And so they're just who they want to be all the time. And we've gotten away from that because we hit that certain point in our lives where we're like, oh, we're going to be judged and I'm afraid of not belonging. I don't want to be rejected. And so I'm going to shift and mold and be a certain way so that I can be accepted by, by my external world, so that I can be viewed as successful, so that I can feel whatever it is that we want to be feeling. And so we, we start hustling, we stop playing, we start trying to prove ourselves. And at the core of all of that is, I think it's just, you want to feel enough. You want to feel like you belong. I keep coming back to that because I truly feel like as humans, we crave connection. We crave belonging. We crave love. We crave all of these things. We need these things. And we've been taught to get those things through our external world, through proving ourselves, through hustling. And the more and more I work with clients, the more I talk about this stuff with all of you, the more conversations I have, the more I'm realizing that it's so much more than just stopping and ending diet culture. It's, it's teaching humans how to be human <laughs> and how to accept our humanness because we suppress and we numb and there's messages of like, oh, be a man, stop being such a girl. We don't need to cry. We don't need to like stop being so angry. Stop. We, we push away all of these emotions that people have labeled or categorized as bad or wrong or weak or whatever it is. And so whenever we experience something like that, which is just part of our humanness, we think it's wrong. We think we're bad for it. And so we push it away and we push it away and push it away and push it away. And we put on these masks and we, we people please, and we pick up perfectionism and we do all of these things so that we can seem like we're okay. So that people can think that we have our shit together because <laughs> It's not okay to cry. It's not okay to be wrong. It's not okay to um, be lazy or whatever. We, we live in a world where hustle and success and proving ourselves and moving up and, and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, that's celebrated. That's rewarded. And at the end of the day, we come home and we're wondering why we feel so burnt out or why we feel so uh, sad or unhappy or unfulfilled. And it's because... We're trying too hard. You know, I've been reading this book called The Untethered Soul, and I highly recommend it. 
um, for anyone who wants to dig a little bit deeper. It's a little woo, (laughs) but there's some really good points in there. And he makes a couple of, he, he mentions this quite a few times throughout the book, and it's, we're living on a planet that's spinning around in the middle of space, in the middle of the universe, and we're just existing on this thing. Like, how freaking crazy is that, right? And we get so caught up in our day-to-day, in the little moments that like, we let things, the anxiety, the stress, and all this We make it so difficult sometimes when it's like, holy shit, we are existing in the middle of the universe. Like, why not try and make this life everything it can be? I think we get so stuck in our own, we make things so personal. Like, what would it feel like to step outside of yourself and see more perspective and and depersonalize our experience and really get this worldview of like, what is it that I want to be doing? You know, it comes down to unpacking our beliefs and our belief systems and where we've adopted those things from and why we believe them and if those things are ours and why we're living the way that we're living and truly learning how to meet our own needs internally without relying on our external world to make us feel a certain way. And I think that a lot of diet culture and the reason why we diet and the reason why we try and manipulate our bodies is so that we can receive something from the external world. We're, we're chasing a feeling. We're chasing something in the external world. And what I'm learning and through this work and through helping other, like just through everything that I've been doing in the last few years, I've been realizing that we can't get those needs met. We can't get that feeling at the end of something. It's all about deciding what it is that we want, deciding how we want to feel and learning how to do that now. And just letting our external world be added value and also in the same way, not letting our external world decide our worth for us. And so we, if we are rejected, if we're told no, if, we're, if someone tells us that we're not good enough for them, it doesn't have to say anything about our internal worth. We can still be the deciders of those things. We can still innately know I am worthy, I am enough, and this person doesn't have to decide that for me. It just means that maybe this just this was a lesson for me in my life, and now I can move forward with that new information. And so it's all about unpacking why we are the way we are and understanding is that who we want to be right now? And if not, what is it that we do want? And how do I get there? I mean, I guess we get so caught up in the house. Maybe it's not how do I get there, but like, what do I need right now in this moment to feel that the way that I want to feel? I also think we don't really take the time to sit down and ask what it is that we do want. And if we do have some sort of desire to be a different way, we question it because I think we're taught to do things a certain way or if we see in today's world, if I am my true authentic self, I might be judged for it. And so we question our desires because there's some sort of fear or um, maybe a lack of trust in ourselves. There's something about uncertainty that scares a lot of people. 
I think we get time, we get so caught up in making sure we do things right, we do things perfectly, and we do things from a place of fear that we don't, I think, like, I, I mean, I've done this too, where it's like, I'm so afraid of the uncertainty that I take the safe path. And again, I think that comes down to believing that we can truly handle whatever life brings us. And I think that really comes with starting to, to, to trust ourselves to deal with the heavy emotions or the ones that we've put in the bad bucket. And what would it look like to reframe your story around what it means to experience those emotions? And that's, I think what I just keep coming back to is like, we have to allow each other to be human in order to get to a world where I think we all truly want, where we're expressing our most authentic selves and we're being who we are at the core. And until, like, until we learn how to accept and process and be okay with vulnerability and emotions and all of these things, where we're not going to get there. So what would it look like to reframe your story around what it means to mess up or what it means to be sad or what it means to feel pain? What if instead of pain is really scary and I can't process it and I don't trust myself and my body can't handle it, I'm never going to get out of it. What if it was like pain is just part of the human experience. I'm allowed to experience pain. I get to experience pain. There's a lesson in pain. And my body can handle, my body won't give me something I can't handle. And it's so, it's so crazy to me that somewhere along the line, we've been told we can't process these things. We can't trust our bodies. And that's where dieting comes in. It's like, we have this deep, deep desire to belong so much so that we cut off communication from the very thing that allows us to exist on this earth. These bodies were created to help us survive. The, the, the systems and the way the human body works is in freaking sane. And our hunger cues and our fullness cues and our cravings and our sleep, like everything tells us something for a reason. And yet we want to belong so badly. We want to feel a certain way so badly that we tell ourselves it's wrong to have these things. We tell ourselves it's wrong to experience pain because, or it's wrong to experience sadness because you're going to look weak or incapable and not enough. And so we push away those things. We diet, we strive for a certain body, we hustle for our worth, we burn ourselves out to the core. And yet at the end of the day, we still don't feel the way that we want to feel. So something's broken there. And that's what I want to bring it back to. And like, that's what I've been thinking about so much is like, if we could just learn how to reconnect to our humanness and reconnect to our bodies and reconnect to who we are and what we want to believe and break down the systems that we've been following for so many years, if we could just do all of that, then we can get and achieve and feel the way that, the way that we want to be feeling. And in that process, we learn how to like accept ourselves and other people. And we can truly create this world where authenticness, true authenticness is, is valued and is, is wanted and is accepted and is celebrated. 
And the reason we don't do that now is because there's so much fear. And we judge others because we're judging ourselves. What if we could stop the judgment within ourselves and learn to to look at everything we're experiencing with compassion and love and curiosity and question things and, and come from this place of like pure love We can then in turn treat others that way because the reason we judge others is because we're judging ourselves. And I don't want to create shame around that because that's just the way we've been conditioned. It's just awareness. (laughs) That's the name of the game. And self-love and being curious and all of this stuff allows us to be truly, like it allows us to explore where we're at And question if that's what it is that we truly want. And when we can start reconnecting with that part of ourselves, we can start really feeling like what's true for us. When we can embrace the childlike part of us, when we can really explore the wounded part of us, we can start getting the answers for how it is that we want to be living our life in each moment. Do I want to be playing more? Like, how can I just express myself? What it is that, what do I want to be feeling right now? How can I give that to myself? What's the intention behind the conversations I'm having? Am I trying to get something from that other person? Can I give that to myself first? What's the intention behind my consumption around social media or television or food or exercise or any of the behaviors that we're engaging in? What's my intention? What am I trying to get? How can I give that to myself? How can I feel more connected to myself? And it can be as simple as acknowledging the part of us that wants to be seen. It can be as simple as breathing into the anxiety. It can be as simple as letting whatever it is inside of us have space. Whatever it is that's trying to emerge to give it that space to exist. And while learning how to do that is a process and that part, you know, I I don't want to make it sound like it's so easy, but the the idea of it is simple. Now it's just learning how to allow ourselves to do that, learning how to allow ourselves to get curious. And when shame and judgment and, you know, like when we engage in a behavior that doesn't feel good, when those things come up, just acknowledging that they're there, but knowing that compassion and curiosity and love and just getting like asking questions and learning, like, like leaning on that part of it is going to bring us so much more than it is to beat ourselves up. And I say this a lot, but like, as, and I said this before, like we crave connection, we crave love. And it's so ironic because we search for those things so desperately in our external world. And yet the very thing, like within ourselves, we have no problem creating that disconnection, sending hatred to ourselves. We, we give ourselves the opposite of what it is that we're searching for. And I find that so ironic because we can give ourselves those things so easily, but we always choose to be harder on ourselves 
because if I'm easy on myself, if I accept myself where I'm at, I'm not going to be able to achieve my dreams. I'm not going to be able to get to where I want to be. But until we truly accept who we are and where we're at, there's no way we can move forward with love. There's no way we can dig deeper with curiosity because we're so busy hating ourselves. Acceptance does not mean stagnant. It does not mean complacency. It just means we're allowing ourselves to exist in the space that we're in. We're acknowledging where we're at currently so that we can get a clear view of where we want to be and so that we can move forward from a place of love. And when we move forward from a place of love, that's when true healing happens. Healing and growth and all of that occurs at the intersection of pain and love. And if we're exploring our pain from a place of hate, it's only going to dig the hole deeper. When we can just remember that there's a part of us that's hurting and there's a part of us that so desperately wants to be loved, when we can recognize that part of us and send love to that part of us and say, it's okay, I hear you, I see you, what's going on? How can I love you more right now? That's going to go so much farther than sending shame to that part of us. So I'm not really sure what the point of the story is here, but I, these words have been coming up a lot in different conversations that I've been having. And the more I'm reflecting on all of this work, it's like the, the deeper it, like it just goes so much deeper than, than our, than dieting and food and exercise. And I think that knowing when we're behaving in the, like we're engaging in those behaviors, it's a beautiful opportunity for us to know that we can just dig a little bit deeper. Why do I believe this about myself? Why do I want to have this body type? What is it that I'm actually seeking? And just picking apart the layers and then restructuring those beliefs so that we can move forward in a way that does feel authentic, in a way that we, we have so much confidence in our self-worth that we can act as the way, like we can be the human that we want to be. We can live out our truth. We can be authentic because the external world no longer has a say in our worth. And when we as humans can start seeing our worth, because it's already there, we're already worthy. We just don't believe it. <laughs> So when we can recognize and see and start believing that we're worthy, we can truly live out our most authentic lives. And when we're coming from a place of non-judgment, then we in turn view others as the best version of themselves from a non-judgmental place. And I think that the more we spread this work and the more we accept ourselves, the more we can accept others. And that's a planet that I I'm so excited to be on. And I really think that we're starting to pick apart those layers as a society. I see it. I really do. We have a lot more work to do, but I see the change beginning. And I like that's what lights me up to see you be the most authentic, truest version of who you are. Like, how amazing is that? And I'm working on it too. I have a lot of work to do with myself. There's so many things I'm still picking apart. There is no end goal with all of this, but it's just one step at a time. 
one more piece of love, one more piece of curiosity, and then viewing other, like just, it's, it's a process, but we get to do this work so that we can just help improve the next generation and the next generation and the next, I guess improves a bad word, but just create more of a safe space for everyone to just be who they're meant to be. So I just wanted to share that with you all and just encourage you to keep going and keep questioning and just the message of shame that love goes so much farther than shame is something I am just going to keep saying. (laughs) And that's why, you know, if you follow me on social media, while I am so passionate about ending diet culture, while I'm so passionate about, um, you know, healing the relationship we have to our body and food and exercise. Like that's something I'm so passionate about. I talk about the deeper layers because at the core, that's where the true change happens. That's where the true growth happens. Oh, (laughs) that was a little heavy. Um, you know, thank you for allowing me to have, for giving me this space to express what I'm feeling. (laughs) And I hope that we can all just start seeing each other as and and vulnerability and expression as a beautiful thing rather than weakness or you know not having our shit together because what does that even mean no no one has their shit together no one's supposed to have their shit together it's just not it's a it's a it's a it's an image that we put out there and again that image is being put out there to protect ourselves. So the more we can have that acceptance for ourselves, the more we can have that acceptance for each other. And the more we can help break down the walls and show our true vulnerability because we, the connection, the true, true, true human connection happens in vulnerability. So the more that we can accept our own, the more connection we can create with each other. And that's why I think that's why we're all here. So I hope you have an incredible rest of your day. If you have any questions, please let me know. You can um, send me an email, which is linked up here in the show notes, or um, send me a message on Instagram at Stephanie Dankelson. And we will all chat soon. Thank you so, so much for listening and for being here with me. If you want more resources, pop on over to www.stephanie-dankelson.com. And until next time, stay radiant.